0: DJ, roll the intro. Hey guys, my name is Bogdan and you're listening to Email Marketing Secrets, the show where I go behind the scenes and tell you how to master email as a marketing channel for your business. Whether you have an e-commerce store or you run a B2B or B2C business, whether you're an entrepreneur or a digital marketing freelancer, this podcast is for you. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 4 of Email Marketing Secrets. Um, this is your host Bogdan. And just before the episode starts, I wanted to quickly add this bit at the beginning of the podcast, just to say that I've recorded this episode back in November 2021, and this is actually the first episode, um, the first podcast episode to ever host a guest. Uh, so we're hosting Greg Brad, which uh, he, he's a copywriter and he's sharing with us a few tips on email copywriting. Uh, the content is incredible. I really think you're going to find this really useful. There's a lot of useful tips in there. However, the audio is not that great. So I apologize for that in advance and I hope you're going you're to be able to, to get something from it and uh, enjoy the episode. Hi everyone, Bogdan here and welcome to another episode of Email Marketing Secrets. I am extremely excited about today's episode. We're talking with expert copywriter Greg Brad on how you can start generating more sales and traffic using the power of the written word. Uh, This is special for many reasons. First of all, Greg will have loads of cool things to share with us today. And second of all, he's officially the first guest I'm welcoming here to Email Marketing Secrets. Um, just to tell you a bit about him, he'll introduce himself in a sec- in a few seconds. Uh, Greg is a successful copywriter who has worked with brands across six continents. He also has an Instagram page with over 8,000 followers where he shares daily tips and resources on how everyone can become a better copywriter. Um, his, hand- his handle is at Greg Brad if you want to follow him, and I highly recommend it. Um, and uh, yeah, without further ado, let's say hello to Greg. Hey Greg, good to have you here.
1: Hey Bogdan, thank you for having me. Hi everybody. So my name is Greg and I'm a freelance copywriter based in Poland. I've always been interested in communication and why some people do it better than others and most importantly how I can improve my own communication skills to be like them. This has led me on a journey which I first started as a translator being bilingual but I quickly grew bored of it because it was mostly translating other people's words and I knew I wanted to create something myself. So eventually I started offering copywriting services alongside my translating services and within like one or two months, I was making more money with copywriting than trading, which made me realize the enormous demand on the market. This was the moment when I switched to copywriting full time and haven't looked back since.
0: Awesome. Yeah, no, I, I think it's very important to make that distinction. Um, one of the first questions I actually wanted to, to ask you, and I, I get this very often um, with, with some of my subscribers and some of my clients, actually, as well, is, you know, how do you get better at copywriting? And 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 personally, I, I always go back and forth be t- between these two answers. You know, for someone who's just getting started, is, is it better to, to sort of study the industry um, and, you know, and try and figure out what others are doing? Um, and I'm not talking here about copying what others are doing, but merely sort of like um, understanding their copy style. Um, Or do you go back to basics, you know, read books and and, and get the theory right, understand the frameworks and and all of that? So I'm curious what's your take on this is?
1: Right. So this is a great question. And I believe that copywriting is just like any other skill. And the best way to learn it is through imitation. As you said, that means studying other people who are already at the top and are where you'd like to be one day and see what makes their copy so great. I also recommend reading a lot, not only about marketing, but just anything, so fiction, poems even, so we can become more familiar and, com- and comfortable using language and see how to use it properly, because obviously, as a copywriter, there's going to be some rules that y- you want to break, because sometimes the answer to your questions will be within those rules, but if you want to break those rules, you need to know what they are in the first place, right? So this is the first thing. Now you also mentioned learning from books, which just as important. And copywriting is a very broad field. It includes, you know, sales, psychology and more. And some of those things you can't just learn through imitation. You need to learn them through theory. And that's why I recommend reading a lot of books, as I said, about sales psychology. Maybe not not necessarily copywriting, because copywriting, in my opinion, is mostly about doing and imitating, but those other things that I mentioned are more theoretical, so to speak. Writing is easy, essentially, and the most uh, difficult part is thinking in a way that allows you to put words on paper, right? And this is something that I've realized pretty recently because the most, the most difficult, difficult part about copywriting is logical thinking, and thinking in a way allows you to structure those thoughts in a way that you can then communicate them with others. So this is another important skill that I'm actually developing right now, which is logical and critical thinking, can think better and then write better because they're very connected. I love that.
0: Yeah, that's a very good answer. Actually, I I think it kind of relates to to, to how I sort of learned copywriting as well. It all started with sort of understanding what others are doing. I used to keep this swipe file, this inbox specifically where I received emails from all these kind of gurus or whatnot. And and then I I got actually good at copywriting when I started understanding some of the frameworks as well. And as you said about logical thinking, I quite like that because you kind of have to be aware when you're writing something kind of like how you want to approach that copy style. So it's not just... Sort of is is not uh, uh, enough just to know what others have been doing. You kind of need to understand the framework behind it as well. So, uh, really like that answer, Greg. Um, exactly. Um, awesome. Well, so to to the next question because we have quite a, quite a bit to cover. So I'm just going to try and 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 go through all of them. Hopefully, um, we have a lot of good <laughs> stuff here. Um, one thing's uh, one thing I've always liked is, is this, and I've seen it on your Instagram as well. You covered it quite quite a lot, and I think I I sort of posted something quite similar a while back. Is is this lesson of of figuring out the why of someone? You know, is like understanding the selfish benefit. Um, so how do you go about figuring out the why, and then sort of how do you translate that into copy?
1: Right. Uh, so yeah, as you said, uh, people are very selfish, and they won't buy from you just because you tell them to, right? They don't care about your why, they care about their own why. If you want to get them to perform a certain action, even when when there's no money involved, even if it's joining your email list, for example, you need to know exactly what they want to achieve in that transaction. So, the best way to learn that is always through research. The internet is a beautiful place for that because it allows you to learn anything essentially about anybody in a split of a second and actually lock websites such as Reddit or Quora for. research purposes but there are also many specific forums in every niche that you can find for example you you can google niche and then add the word forum so you're going to get a list of results of forums for this particular niche and when it comes to researching it's also important what exactly you're looking for so there are three things primarily that i look for number one is questions and this is the most obvious one you look for specific things people are struggling with to find because all you have to do is press ctrl f or command f I, I think it is on the mac and google and search for words such as what why on on a, or how or, or even question mark not everybody answer questions with with a question mark so I, I recommend you just look for words such as what why and how to find those questions now the other thing that i like to look for is with so people like to share their success stories and when they do you know that it took them quite a lot of time to get there and they're proud of where they've got so they want to share it and usually those stories also include the struggles that they faced along the way which allows you to to see what they wish had never happened in in that journey and maybe allow allow you to find ways to help other people who are uh, want to achieve the same thing as that person that shared their success story. Now the third and last thing I like to look for content, other people's content, because you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Sometimes other people will have done the research for you, and all you have to do is check their stuff, see, you know, their content, and how much engagement they get usually on their post. Let's say there's a creator who gets approximately 100 likes on their post, and you see a post that, that got 200 likes, which is twice the average. So you know that something is going on. So then you can Click that post and go back to the previous points that I mentioned, which is questions and wins and maybe search the comments and see what people have to say relating to that specific post because you already know that there's something in that post that resonated with the audience. So now you can dig deeper and see what exactly that was.
0: I like that. I quite liked, um, and I'm going back to your first point. I quite like that point about looking on on Quora and Reddit. I think that's brilliant, and it's something I you really don't hear often from people like this. That that's the place. Those are the places where you actually might meet some of your ideal customers, and where you might see their exact language, how they're gonna. you know, someone on Quora and Reddit, you, you literally see people. You know, reading a blog is one thing, but actually understanding how your ideal customers talk and and write. That's that's kind of how you get to, to to find that out. So I, I love that. Another thing I heard from someone um, once is that you know, if you're an e com business or something like that, go to, to Amazon, search for similar products and go to the reviews. And I think he was saying a similar thing, was like do a control F and search for questions that people are asking, or search for problems that they're uh, that they're talking about and try and relate to those. Try and have your copy imitate some of those those problems and and there you go, you go straight at the source. So I think that's a, it's a very good point. Yeah. Um, yeah exactly. Awesome. All right. So next one I want to talk about, and I think this is a quite a, quite a big one. Uh, you hear it from all kinds of gurus everywhere. Is is hooks. So you know, or headlines, if I if I may add them in the same sort of uh, a bucket. Uh, in email marketing, we we consider uh, headlines to be the hooks of email, and and obviously they're they're very important. Um, and I feel a lot of people, myself included, sometimes are, are getting hooks wrong, or maybe they're not getting it always right. Um, so I wanted to hear your, your take on kind of like, what what would you advise someone wanting to, to, to learn how to write a great hook? Where do you start? Do you start with the copy first? Do you go back to the hook? Do you know what I mean? Like, what's your approach to that?
1: Right. So I agree with you here. You can absolutely include hooks and headlines in the same bucket, so to speak, because their purpose is essentially the same and to catch their reader's attention. And writing hook is the easiest, but at the same time, the most difficult part of copywriting. It's the easiest because it's only a couple of words, usually one sentence, and all the formulas are out there for you to discover. But it's also the most difficult part because there are just so many formulas that there's no way for you to to learn them all, right? So you need to know exactly what are the most powerful formulas, what formulas apply to your specific case that you're writing right now. And usually there are four main tips that I always share with beginners when it's writing hooks, email subject lines because they all fall into the same category so the first uh, the the first tip is using numbers and symbols because they're very visual you you know when you see a sentence full of words then nothing really stands out but when there's a number or a symbol such as i don't know maybe the percentage sign or the hashtag, then it stands out and it catches people's attention so they can see the it's not just a, quote, a, quote, a regular sentence that there's something going on and they're much more likely to read the entire thing. If they like it, click your post, email, or whatever that is. Number two is make it inviting. There are many words such as free and easy that suggest that everybody can use your solution and that there are no barriers to entry, right? And sometimes people people might read your hook and be like, okay, but will it really help me? Because you haven't told them that it's for them. and sometimes they're too reluctant to to click and find out so they leave right away and when you tell them immediately in the headline that it's easy that it's free then they're much more likely to check it out now number three is to promise big but only if you can deliver on it for example let's say you built a seven figure business in one year so why not share it in the headline right it sounds a bit Clickbaitish, but at the same time as long as, as it's true I believe that you should be able to share anything really even if it sounds like, like clickbait when it's really not when you know it's not then I think that's ethical and you should absolutely go for that now number four is to get exclusive again this is similar to the second tip that I mentioned but this time we're doing kind of the opposite and here you can use words such as secret or or stuff like that to let people know that what you're about to share isn't public knowledge and that they can only get it from you because sometimes they might read your headline and be like okay i think i know what this guy is talking about i'm gonna check it out tomorrow but tomorrow they're not gonna check your piece they're gonna check somebody else's article email whatever so you need to get them to act immediately and this is why it's great to let them know that but they can't get it anywhere they want and you're the only source essentially for this kind of knowledge now the last thing is to keep it short and and it really depends on the platform with emails ideally you want to keep it under 60 or maybe even 40 characters with block headlines or other type of types of hooks it might be longer still you want to keep it short a couple of words usually sometimes you can include a sub headline with emails there's also something that i call an email snippet which is basically the snippet that gets shown next to the subject line and by default it's the first x characters of your email but you can make that custom so it it serves as your second chance to hook your audience and you should absolutely use that opportunity
0: i like that i i i like what you said about the email snippet i definitely i i like to to look at emails with uh the sort of like you have your from name the subject line and the preview text they're all sort of working together and um you know they you kind of want to use all of them uh, to your advantage and i quite liked what you said about the clickbait as well um I, I completely agree with you it was like you know the clickbaits are sort of seen in marketing sometimes as the demons of marketing It's like you shouldn't do clickbait it's this uh, you're right like if you if, if your clickbait is clever and it's true then you should be allowed to do it it works they work they get the clicks i don't understand why people are so not all people some people are so against it uh indeed you know if you're saying you're a clickbait that you know how i made a million dollars in 30 days and you know they click on the actual article or whatever the landing page and that's not what the 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 content is about then that's unethical you shouldn't do it but uh uh, if if you have a a good clickbait then definitely guys it's it's something to 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 use it in my opinion they work they work wonders so uh uh, very good point there. I like that. Um, awesome, 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 awesome. So um, yeah, uh, thank you, thank you so much, Greg. I'm just aware of time. We want to keep this uh, uh, short, uh, uh, and uh, there's so many other things that we could probably be talking about. But I think we've we've covered the the, the main bits that I really wanted uh, everyone to to sort of get from this. Um, and I yeah, I hope everyone found it useful. Uh, you've been an awesome first guest, so yeah, thank you so much for coming. For everyone listening, again, Greg, you can find him on Instagram at greg brad. And um, if you want to read his new copywriting book, uh, uh, How to Turn Visitors into Clients, I definitely recommend it. It's it's something that I told him as well that it should you should price it, but you know he wants to give it for free, so. Uh, 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 that's, that's our luck. Uh, you can find it on www.visitors2clients.com. So that's the number two visitors, number two clients.com. Um, as well, you can find me on, on Instagram at, at email Kong. And, um, um, yeah, I think, uh, that's pretty much, uh, that's pretty much it for today. I hope you guys have found this episode super useful. Um, and, um, I'll see you on the next one.